To you it's just a game, for me it's all I know I make them remember my name before I have to go Losing, I can't fathom, that's a champion's passion Confidence never lacking, drop the beat, let's attack them They be checking for the content, you tired of that nonsense No gimmicks, break limits, quality is I promise This is more than a show, this is a way of life Cause the game as it grows, takes us to higher heights Check the stats before you check me And don't tell me who the greatest if you don't know the history Robert Ramon and Carlos the new big three and if the pins ain't from them don't bring them to me because i go off like a rocket launcher man i just ain't the beat i'm a real monster i can hear the crowd chanting mvp that's my mantra here's a standing on for the opinionated bench warmers Welcome to the Opinionated Benchwarmers Podcast, episode 135. Your Opinionated Benchwarmers are back again, uh, back even stronger. Uh, we got the fellas back in here, uh, and I'm just going to text the temperature of the room. We back to do what we do best. What's up, Loso? How you feeling, brother? Good, man. I think that first one, episode 134, was fine. We got into the the the, the swing of... Uh, Fantasy football, talk a little running back, wide receiver, ready to do this episode and just kind of dominate it again. Give these, give these listeners what they want, what they need, what they, what they feeding for. I don't really know how to follow that. That was a little intense right there for me. It was a little intense for me. Hey, but it's I, like one episode when we start acting a fool again, huh? Right, right. I'm just glad that we shook off the rust in episode uh, one, 134, whatever it was. Russ is shaking off. We ready to get back into it, man. Let's go ahead and knock out uh, these quarterbacks and these tight ends. Give these listeners the last couple of tips as they go into their fantasy football drafts uh, right before this season is getting kicked off. Yes, sir. So we are back again. Uh, Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast, listeners. If you enjoy what you hear, make sure that you tell a friend. Let them know that you are enjoying the podcast um, and you can follow us on O underscore Benchwarmers on Twitter and Instagram, um, on X and Instagram. I got to get used to saying that. I would um, never call it X. I would never call it X, bro. Yeah. It'd be always Twitter. I tried. <laughs> I tried to be politically correct. Hey, you on X? You on X? Nah, yeah. What? <laughs> right. Forget that. Why did he even mess with it? Your boy, Elon. Yes, sir. But yeah, we're going to get into it, fellas. Where are we at with these tight end and quarterbacks? We're going to do part two of our tier series. With fantasy football, again, a disclosure that I failed to do in the beginning before we began is the our tiers just is a combination of talent and ADP of where they're taking it in order for you to gauge value and where you can get these players in your upcoming fantasy drafts. Uh, we did wide receivers and running backs on last episode, so we'll take on the quarterbacks and the tight ends on this episode. And I will defer to you, fellas. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the tight ends, or do you want to start with the quarterbacks? Let's go uh quarterbacks. Let's quarterbacks. go quarterbacks, yeah. Dear old quarterbacks. Okay, let's get to it then. So we got a tier one. Um, we're gonna start off with none other than Mr. Patrick Mahomes, reigning Super Bowl MVP. I don't think anybody would argue with that one, right? But what, what what would be an interesting conversation here, though, um, I just thought about is when is too early to take Patrick Mahomes? Because some people get a little carried away and take him too early. Where would you guys take him if you had any pick in the first round? 
I would take him first round. That's just not my draft strategy. So I just think the quarterback position is one um, where you can get the top seven guys, whatever can finish, you know, number one, and nobody will be surprised. Yeah. Uh, And let's clarify, too, when we're speaking of this, we're not referring to super flex leagues. If it is a super flex league, then that is something that maybe, you know, you would consider taking him number one overall potentially. Uh, But as far as typical one QB leagues, uh i'm i would at earliest take him mid to second uh mid to late second round uh but i'm typically not targeting a quarterback at that range so normally patrick mahomes isn't on my team yeah i mean i, I think you know i'm 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 not high on quarterbacks and you guys have been in leagues on me with me um i think that like lo said i mean there's 32 starting quarterbacks in the nfl to put it in perspective you're in a typically you're in a 12 team league. So, you know, in later rounds, I mean, I, I like to really target positional players. That's just me. Um, I've won championships. You guys won championships and it's been a, a viable strategy. But I, I agree. I mean, Patrick Mahomes uh, is, is very, very special. Uh, the only person on that tier with him that I have with, alongside him is probably Joe Burrow. Mm. I'll put uh, Josh Allen up there. Uh, as one as another one, and then obviously Jalen Hurts, um, a keeper of my brother, good brother Ramon Hardy. <laughs> yeah, appreciate right. the shout out, there. Hey, man. Whole go- government name, <laughs> <laughs> right? Pre- appreciate the shout out of the full <laughs> government. My bad, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, you good, you good. But no, I, I agree with Los on that. I actually have those two guys in my personal rankings above Joe Burrow. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I definitely have. I misspoke. I definitely have Josh Allen in this. Right, this is the most complicated pen to put together. Uh, anyway, um, I was trying to put together this pen. It's like it came in a package, and it's like four parts. Like it's crazy. I don't like what is this? When you that's when you know you just work for a corporate American. You just putting together pens and stuff, man. Like Jesus, bro. <laughs> no, but, no, but yeah, Josh Allen, of course, for for years. But top tier two gets a little interesting there. Um, I'm interested to hear what you guys think here. If we was to put some guys in our tier two, um, I think that the quarterback position here is is a little deeper than than what we're what we're used to. Um, or every year we think it's deep just based on our position. But what do you feel about Justin Fields this year and him being in a, in a tier two there? I have him actually at the bottom of tier two, but, but I think building his team the right way, right? You look at a guy like Hertz, right, who a lot of argued, a lot of people, a lot of people argued last year that he was in that tier two. It was kind of unproven. You know, we knew that he had the mobility, that he had the um, – he had the talent to be good, right? But he just didn't have the weapons, necessarily the weapons around him initially, and then they build around him. And I look at Fields as the same same type of way, that they're building that team the right way. They're bringing in young talent. They bring in DJ Moore. Um, he has a stable running backs over there now. Uh, you know, obviously we know what he can do with his legs and what he did with his legs last year, just completely special. I got him actually right now because he's still unproving until he can show it. At the bottom of that tier two, I still got guys like Lamar Jackson above him. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. Uh, he is he's towards the the mid or bottom of that tier two, but I think that you know he fits right along with those guys, like you said, a Lamar Jackson. You know, I would throw out another guy like Trevor Lawrence to me that fits in that category as well as yeah. a Justin Herbert as well too. All right, well, you just rounded off the the tier two there. Um, so the bus there that we had, you did a nice job of rounding it off for Um, No kidding. 
Um, that definitely where I was going to touch on Trevor Lawrence. I, I expect Trevor Lawrence to have a, a really, really nice year. If I'm able to get Trevor Lawrence in my in my fantasy draft, I'm walking away with a big smile on my face. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, we can only expect him to take a step forward. Uh, his head coach is Doug Peterson. So Doug Peterson is the same guy that was able to take a Nick Foles and win a Super Bowl. Uh, so, I mean, it, you know, I think, you know, Trevor Lawrence is, is going to have a good year. Doug Peterson even cut his son today. That's how serious he is about this franchise. That has nothing to do with this, but I just thought that I should mention. But, yeah, I, I expect I expect Trevor Lawrence to have a good year. And, um, I'm, I mean, he has nothing but weapons. Christian Kirk, um, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, who will probably pop up in our tight end discussion. I mean, Calvin Ridley. Calvin really, I mean, uh, he'll go into our, our receiver. He went into our, our receiver discussion. Actually, yeah. didn't we didn't even talk about him? But yeah, yeah. No, just quickly, just for the listeners, just for their sake, what um, I know you talked about trying to get Trevor Lawrence. What round are you trying to target him? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, he could he could fall in the various of rounds. I mean, I oh. think. You know, what what is his ADP showing on fantasy pros? I, I just I was just wondering for the listeners' I sake. To do, I just just for the listeners' sake, completely. Uh, you know, I don't know if you were looking for him in fourth round. You know, no nah, fifth see. round. You know, it's a couple people I'm targeting in the fourth or fifth round. Okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I thought Trevor Lawrence was definitely meant. Uh, definitely. Um, how do you guys feeling about? Tua Tagovailoa this year. Uh, I, I mean, I like Tua. I like Tua a lot because of his weapons. Um, you know, he's not gonna give you much with his legs. He can give you some with his legs. Um, but I saw one thing that it, that was very encouraging during the preseason. Preseason was he was wrapped around the legs instead of falling on his head like he did the previous years, right? Which was scary. He actually used his arms to brace himself, which shows me that either one that somebody talked to him or he practiced that. Um, and so, you know, the biggest thing with two, I thought was always one or two things. Um, I thought it was his arm strength. Right. And then two, the injury, the concussions, things that he went through last year was kind of things that's kind of scaring you away. But if he can stay healthy, I think he just has too many weapons that can get yards after the catch and take things, those short dump offs for a long touchdown. Like, you know, that's, you know, when you got a high completion rate and you throwing these short passes to two special guys in Waddle and Hill, you just can't beat that. Yeah, I I think he covered it well. I mean, this is the closest that he had to those receivers he had at Alabama back in the day when he was the guy back then and actually has one of his guys that he used to have then. So yeah, I, I um I think two is gonna have a heck of a year. Yeah, I mean the quarterback position is very interesting and and like I mentioned um earlier, I mean Deshaun Watson, you know, this will be his full full first season with the Cleveland Browns, as we know that he was traded from Houston last year. And he didn't look – he looked a figment of himself. Um, people are looking at him. He's going in late rounds here. Um, I mean, some sometimes – I mean, I, I've seen in mock, some mocks you can get him in so far down as the ninth round uh, here, with, which people are down on Deshaun Watson. Um, you can get him pretty late there. You know, are you guys – you know, Deshaun set out maybe two years of football. Like, you know, I mean – he appears to not be himself and who he was. And he didn't look good in preseason either. Is this who Deshaun Watson is? Or you think that he just got to get his feet under him? Uh, feet under him for me. 
Same. I think that uh, this will be a shake back season for him. I think that when you have two, definitely a weapon um, and Amari Cooper out there as a guy that can be a true number one for you, in addition to having a running uh, running game that you can still depend on as well, too. Uh, I think that this will be a year that we see kind of the Deshaun Watson that we were used to seeing um, and a guy that will definitely, to me, be worthy of being like a top 10 quarterback in fantasy football this year. All right. Cool. So let's get into sleepers and busts. Fellas, who is your sleeper quarterback in this NFL fantasy draft? Yes, uh, I guess I'll, I'll chime in and go first on this one. Um, this I'm gonna take a page out of Rob's book and be a little bit of a homer right now. Uh, um, and he so he is not a sleeper. He is not a sleeper. <laughs> That's cheating. He is not asleep. Like, my guess could somewhat be a sleeper. That is Bro, not asleep. you said Chris Olave. <laughs> People Bro. sleep on Chris Olave. Bro, Chris Olave is going in second rounds of drafts, if if latest <laughs> third round. But That's he's what I, pro- I said that in my rundown of him. You can get him in the second or third round. So so what you're going to tell me is that, that Chris Olave is a bigger sleeper right now than Anthony Richardson currently is. I think he is. Oh, who? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Lowe's, you the tiebreaker right here. Who's the biggest sleeper out of Chris Olave and Anthony Richardson? Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I look. Come I on, man. That. Oh, tell the truth. Who's the, the truth. biggest sleeper out of I mean, Anthony just, Richardson and Chris Olave? I, I just don't, to me personally, if I'm being honest, I don't see Olave as a sleeper. Oh, get out of here, man. <laughs> Anthony Richardson is not a sleeper. Anthony Richardson could – there's a range of endings of his season this year. He could finish a, oh, a, a oh. truly top five quarterback this year with his running ability. And Only, the way I'll say had. this. Oh, I agree with you, high. brother. I agree his with you. Floor, with his, his outrage. floor is high. So, let, okay, let's I, switch the question up. Whose floor is higher, Chris Olave or Anthony Richardson? It's hard to compare with quarterback and receiver. But here's the thing. No, listen, listen. I think we have a it's it's I think Richardson is more of a sleeper because we don't know what we're gonna get. We haven't seen a year of him. We've seen a year of Olave in that special year that you talked about with the thousand yards with only four receivers doing it. That's special. When you that special, you can't consider them a sleeper in my book. This is Okay, this is what I will say. If we're not going to give me Anthony Richardson as a, as a sleeper, I will pivot. You know who my sleeper is going to be? And y'all, let me know if I can have this one or not. Bro, you, you know, I'm going to go with my sleeper. No, you can go with Anthony Richardson, bro. I feel bad now. You can go, bro. Okay, because I was going to pivot. I can't, you Don't know. Don't pivot because I know you're going to take my guy. Go ahead. I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah, pivot. I, I'm intrigued. No, nah, I, I, I'll wait. I'll let. I'll confirm to Los if, if it's the same guy. I'll let him have his pick. And I'll confirm if it's the same guy. But I'm going with Anthony Richardson because of the things that y'all said, the rushing upside. I think that Anthony Richardson is obviously over the course of this season is going to have to develop as a passer. Uh, But I believe that the rushing floor is pretty high for him. I think that also, too, that rushing floor goes a little bit higher when you have a guy like Jonathan Taylor being at least out the first four weeks of the season, if not longer. Um, and so that's pretty much the upside for me right there with Anthony Richardson. I think he has that ability to be, you know, a top 10, if not a top five, potentially quarterback. Um, but it's really going to depend on his rushing upside and more so of him looking kind of like Justin Fields looked last year. So, yeah, I agree. Um, and, you know, 
and I'll just say this to Rob, you know, um, we got to think about this as the common fan, right? Like the common fan don't think about Anthony Richardson as, you know what I'm saying? Uh, one of those top guys like we do. We've been doing this a while, right? We think that we know the upside of guys, but if we doing this for the common fan, the somebody that's occasional watching and just not doing that, you know, they're not thinking about it. It's just, oh, it's a rookie quarterback, whatever, right? They're thinking that way. That's a rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterbacks don't historically do what, blah, 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 you know, but we know what we see. So I'll just say that, but going to my guy um, that I think is a quote unquote sleeper, I would go with Kenny Pickett, right? I think he's a guy that's going to take a jump. I think he's a guy that looks well in the preseason. Um, I think they're protecting him. I think he has the weapons around him now. And, you know, and this other guy uh, picking, right, he's looks special right now. So I think he has all the things in places. I think, again, I think he's a guy that looks like he's in command of that offense now. Um, and, Rob, I think we talked about this early in the offseason. I wasn't on him at first. You know, it took I had to see it. I can't well, I had to see it first before um I can really got on him. But he looks like a guy that's ready to take that step and be special. I actually got him in one of my best ball leagues late. Um and he, you know, and I paired him with Deontay Johnson, the guy that also targeting. I gotta have me some Deontay Johnson. You know, he's just oh. he's just been a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Pause. That was too far. I got a little too excited, guys. But yeah, yeah, Kenny Pickett is my guy. Uh man, I love to hear that because he's on my dynasty team. I I was able to pick him up in our rookie draft last year. So, um, but I got Lamar Jackson as my as my starter. So maybe I maybe I could flip. Oh whoa! I just about to call him your sleeper. I'm gonna kick you off this episode, man. What? Thought you about to call him your sleeper. I'm about to kick you off this episode. (laughs) No man, my sleeper for quarterback. I it's not really a sleeper, but I feel like it is because I feel like people not really recognizing how much of a good year he's gonna have. I'm gonna go if y'all if y'all if I can't do this, let me know. Justin Herbert. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) So I couldn't do Anthony Richardson, but you can do Justin Herbert. I won't do it. I said I, but I, I do feel like his upside is higher than what people expect because of Kellen Moore. Bro, I'm, oh, I'm bro. not giving you going Justin top Herbert. Five man. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not you giving know. you Justin Herbert. You got to pivot. All right, bro. Golly, bro. I ain't really having nothing to pivot on. I can log oh. one up to you and see if you can make a case for this guy. You may not like this guy. This is one of Los's old guys. If you get <laughs> catch my drip right there, but. Jared. Jared Goff. I think that Jared Goff is a sleeper. Yeah, he should have you. And, and the thing about it, he's a guy that finished as a top 10 fantasy QB last year. He's a guy that people don't traditionally think of as that upper echelon or a true QB one or a guy that you want um, on your team. But like I said, he was a top 10 quarterback. He's in an offense, uh, you know, one of the most prolific offenses in the league. Um, and I think that, you know, he has a guy in a Monroe St. Brown that he can continuously target uh he'll eventually down the line get Jamison Williams back uh I think that it's you know a really good offense and so I think that he's a guy that is a sleeper that you can grab him late because people don't really think about Jared Goff as being this special QB but he truly can be your starter in your league all right I will pivot off Justin Herbert since y'all wouldn't give me that call me a homer fellas I'm officially been living in DC for a year because I'm gonna go Sam Howell uh, I think Sam Howell will be will have a, a 
very good year this year. I think he looked good in preseason. Uh, call me a homer. I mean, I, the irony in it, but I think that, you know, I, I, I get it. You know, um, you know, we got Jahan Dotson, which we saw how he performed, you know, with, with the uh, golly, I'm drawing a blank, Terry McLaurin, but Terry McLaurin, they saying his turf toe is not really an issue. Um, I think that he has a, an offense of coordinator and Eric uh, Bionami, who is, we saw what he did in, in, in uh, Kansas city. So I think Sam Powell is really aimed at a pretty solid year. So if you want to do like us and take a bunch of positional players uh, in, in the earlier rounds and then you need a quarterback, I think you can't go wrong with Sam Howell. I think he's going to have a solid year. That's a great pick, brother. Yeah, All right. I agree. Appreciate it. We got to shift to tight ends, guys. We spent a lot of time on quarterbacks. We got tight ends in the top tier. That top tier, of course, will start with, uh, I mean, none other than Travis Kelsey. Come on now. I mean, he's phenomenal. He's warranted first round picks in the past four or five years. I think I don't think you can go wrong with him. I think that you know Patty Mahomes and him have this special contact. Now you can refute me on this, but I feel like it's no other person on his tier. And if if, I if so, I feel like his tier one is 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 in another stratosphere. I think that he's. Wow. So, but then we got ten, tier two. We got Evan Ingram. We got Darren Waller, who's in for. Wait, for, you let um, off with Evan Ingram though? I know I should have said Darren Waller, but I'm just listing our the tier like whatever. Like we can discuss. I, yeah, now I would venture to say I would have started tier two with Mark Andrews and T.J. Hawkinson. Those are. Those are number two. Darren Waller is up there with those folks yeah, too. Yeah, he would be probably four on my list. All right, we haven't been doing it in order so far. You know? I got you. I got you. Yeah, we you scared yeah. me with Evan Ingram. Murder <laughs> yeah. second guy. Yeah. You scared me with Evan Ingram, though. But Evan Ingram is in that tier. I think he's in that tier. But anyway, any any tight ends that you guys want to really discuss there? Sound like you're an Evan Ingram guy, so I um I don't have to worry about drafting him. <laughs> so <laughs> no um. Uh, so in that second tier, like you said, Waller, he's a guy that, um, he's shooting up draft boards. Everybody loves Waller. He's probably a guy that I'm not going to get any of, um, because of how high he's going. Um, but yeah, I was also throwing Kittle as well. He finished strong last year. Um, he's a guy that's been up and down the last few years, but last year he finished strong. And then, um, um, Dallas Goddard is another guy that I like in that tier. All right. Um, sleepers, sleepers and bus. Uh, uh, I guess I'll start off with sleeper. Uh, a guy that I think there's a sleeper that you can maybe target and get a little bit late um, is Dolchich in, um, in Denver. And the reason why I say this is when I think about Sean Payton's offenses and think about the way that guys have finished in the past at that tight end position, um, I think that he's a guy you saw you know, just today, Albert O, get cut from the roster. So he doesn't really have really competition there at that position. And so um, he's a guy that I think that is a sleeper, somebody that you can target a little bit later in drafts. I'm taking notes on that one. I missed that Albert old news. So I appreciate that um, with all my drafts coming up. But my guy, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to 
gonna take a page out my guy Rob's book. I'm gonna go with uh New Orleans Saints. I'm gonna go with Jawan Johnson. Oh man, come on, bro. You knew I'm gonna go ahead and steal it and make him uh choose somebody else. Yeah, I knew he was gonna go Saints. <laughs> but uh no, I like Jawan a lot. You know, he's a guy if you ask Rob, I was targeting him before this season even started, right? I just thought that you look at Derek Carr, right? Historically, with his years with Waller, right? He's been a guy that target his tight end, right? And Juwan Johnson is a guy that he has the speed. He's a one of those uh, side speed combo guys. And then you've seen the connection in the preseason with him and Derek Carr with Derek Carr's very limited um, snaps that he actually threw a touchdown to him and he was being targeted. So he's one of those late guys that a lot of people aren't talking about that you can probably get as your tight end too on your team, right? And possibly sometimes fill in as a flex position because, you know, it, 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 I think he's going to be heavily involved in that offense. You know, we've seen the injuries pile up on Michael Thomas. Who knows what we're going to get there? You know, um, if anything ever, God forbid, happens to Michael Thomas again, he is the number two, I would say, myself target um, as receivers in that offense behind Olave, obviously. Uh, what? All right. Just right quick, one thing I want to mention, just clarify. So Albert O was set to be cut, but right before they were turning in his name to be cut, he got traded to the Eagles. So he'll be a backup tight end over there in Philly. Uh, so he isn't over there in Denver anymore. Dolchers doesn't have to worry about that. But he did get dealt right before he was going to get cut. Man, I'm happy to hear that because he's on my dynasty squad. And, I mean, he played his, he played pretty well his last preseason game. But, of course, he was playing against backup. Anyway, we'll get into my sleeper. I'm gonna go Sam Laporta. I'm gonna go him with with the Detroit Lions. Uh, it was an early second round pick, so you expect him to really have a significant role in when a franchise is spending that type of draft capital on a on a guy. Um, um, you know, you mentioned Jared Goff earlier, who's a solid receiver, and you know, you look at you know. You know, just that offense is, you know, you, you mentioned Sean Payton and that Dan Campbell is comes from that coaching tree. So you got to expect the tight end to be heavily involved in the offense. And plus, Sam Laporta is a talent. So I think if you can get him in the late rounds, you'll have your low end tight end one, um, tight, tight end two, if you will. But if you hit that big and get it at the right spot, I say give me a lot of Sam Laporta on my draft teams this year. Pause. Cool. Anyway, we're wrapping up. Uh, we didn't go over bus for tight ends, though. Yeah, yeah. Just do that quickly. What's a bus? Yeah, yeah, one of my busts, I would say, is I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna use the same guy, Kyle Pitts. Um, I just think I don't think it's a I mean, he was a bust last year, and at his price, again, every guy that we're mentioning as a bust is just at their price point of drafting us. We're not yeah. interested in. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not gonna add too much. Kyle Pitts was my bus as well. I'll just have to join in with that one right quickly. <laughs> I think. I think a bus you could look at. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I don't know because tight ends are tough because you can get them late and then you know tight ends really in a way are hard to evaluate. So I. I don't know. I. I don't know. I, I say Najoku. I, I think people are riding Najoku hype train this year as they do every year and he always have a couple a few good games and then you don't know where he's at for the rest of the season so i go in the joker all right so let's go ahead and wrap it up fellas uh we did it again uh, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast from make sure you follow us on o underscore bench warmers on twitter and instagram and until next time we'll holler at you
Later.